This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 117, Email Etiquette, How to Get Responses to Your Important Emails, by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. And I'm your host, Dan, and it is my job to bring you some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship in audio form each and every day. And now let's hear from our friend Ramit as we optimize your life. Email Etiquette, How to Get Responses to Your Important Emails by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Have you ever written an important email and then crickets? For days, you nervously check your inbox. You listen for email notifications. You end up wondering, did I do something wrong? Did I say something offensive? Do they just not like me? You're not alone. I get asked all the time about email etiquette. A well-written, well-timed email can make a professional relationship, and a bad one can break it. Unfortunately, a lot of the advice out there is outdated or ridiculous. For example, whether you sign off best or regards has zero impact on how your email is received. I used to be terrible at getting people to respond to my emails. Now that I'm on the receiving end of a thousand plus emails per day, I can see what I was doing wrong. Over the years, I've developed and tested email strategies that have helped me and thousands of my students get interviews and land clients. Today, I'm going to show you two common email mistakes and tell you exactly how to avoid making them. After reading this article, you'll know how to write emails that get replies and signal your professionalism to everyone you email. Email etiquette mistake number one, being boring. A lot of people get hung up on the minutia when it comes to email, so let me clear something up. Great email is about, one, understanding the other person's needs and wants, two, respecting those needs and wants, and no one wants to be bored. One of my course graduates, Selena Sue, received this email after hosting a webinar for over 700 people. Quote, Hi, Selena. Thank you so much for your webinar. I really enjoyed it and learned a lot. I'm excited to start using your networking tips. They were great. Let me know if there's any way I can help you as well. End quote. So what's wrong with this? At first, it seems like a good email. It's enthusiastic, it's complimentary, and it offers Selena help. The problem? It's completely generic. This person has guaranteed they'll be instantly forgotten. You don't have to be generic or boring. Three small tweaks can make even your simplest emails worth reading. One, introduce yourself. What's interesting about you? You have to make the recipient want to get to know you. Two, say what you do. Prove that this person needs to get to know you. The person writing this email didn't say how she could help Selena. 
attaching or linking to samples of your work backs up what you claim your skills are. Three, offer a next step, a call to action. If your reader is anticipating days of emailing back and forth, they'll put responding to you on their back burner if they ever respond. Let them know how to get in touch with you and what time commitment you're available for. If I were a marketing consultant writing to Selena, here's what I'd say. Hi, Selena. I'm a marketing consultant who works with online entrepreneurs to reach broader audiences and make more sales. I've helped person increase their email list by X percent in three months, increasing revenue by Y percent. I got a lot out of your webinar the other day, especially, and then include something specific that you got out of the webinar. I have some ideas on how your brand could be marketed to a broader audience. Here's a link where you can read testimonials from people whose audiences I've helped increase. I'd love to chat over Skype, approximately 15 minutes, about possibly working together. I'm free weekdays 1 to 6 p.m. Eastern, and my Skype ID is your Skype ID. When's a good time for you? Your name. The odds of Selena responding to that email are dramatically higher. Email etiquette mistake number two, going on and on and on. So imagine you receive hundreds of emails a day or that you're a hiring manager who starts every day with 50 plus new applicant emails and the vast majority of them are pages long. Who are you going to remember? The person who embedded 10 different questions in a wall of text or the person who respected your time enough to keep it brief and to the point? Three questions to keep your email brief. The next time you sit down to write an email, answer these three questions. One, What do I want to get out of this email? Define a goal and stick to it. This will help you keep it short. Two, how can I make myself stand out in a sea of hundreds of other emails? Hint, humor's tough, especially when you're writing to a stranger. Go for detail instead. For example, I'm an ESL tutor specializing in teaching Vietnamese students. And three, can I write this email in a maximum of five sentences? The shorter your email, the more likely it'll be read. Tip, come back to your email draft after a day or two. With fresh eyes, you'll see the fluff you need to cut. Doing this will instantly improve your emails and get you more replies. This applies to any email, trying to reach an influential person, submitting your resume to a hiring manager, or emailing your boss to set up a meeting. I won't make you trudge through some of the long emails I get every day, but take a look again at the sample that I just wrote. It's concise, informative, and friendly. You shouldn't need to spend 300 words convincing someone to pay attention to you. Show your professionalism by respecting your email recipient's time. One thing to notice about these two mistakes, neither of them are about tactics. If you Google email etiquette, you'll find thousands of articles focusing on tiny, inconsequential things, like whether to sign your email best or regards. While everyone else distracts themselves with tactics, the pros are studying strategy. Minuscule tactical tips don't matter nearly as much as the experts would have you think they do. Big wins get you bigger gains every time. You just listened to the post titled Email Etiquette, How to Get Responses to Your Important Emails by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. 
Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a big thank you to Ramit, and let me tell you a little bit about him. Ramit Sethi is the author of the New York Times bestseller, I Will Teach You to Be Rich, and writes for over 1 million monthly readers on his site, where he covers psychology, personal finance, careers, and entrepreneurship. His unusual combination of psychology, analytical testing, and his irreverent style led Fortune magazine to call him the new finance guru on the block. And we've only heard great reviews about his book, so that's worth checking out. And you can find that on Amazon. And Ramit appears on ABC and PBS regularly. He also periodically writes for the New York Times. He studied social influence and persuasion at Stanford and previously co-founded PBWorks, a Silicon Valley collaboration startup. So come by IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com for a lot more. And thank you to Ramit for giving us permission to narrate his work for years now across a number of our podcasts. All right, that's it for episode 117 of Optimal Startup Daily. I will be back with you tomorrow where I'll have a post from Laura Stack, the Productivity Pro. So stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits.